AOA Podcast, back for another episode. On this show, we've got 4,000 new Jeffrey Epstein documents. Roll them out, baby. And we are going to sit here and read every last one of them to you. We'll be here till Tuesday. That'd be great. I can't hear you, Frank. I'm sorry, buddy. You can't hear me? Um, Why can't you hear me? Anyway, we've got that. We've got Target. We've got the new novel from Aaron C. There it is. We've got, which is out on stores right now. Order it. Link in the description. We've got a Biden bribery, and we've got Jamie Foxx and this story that's kind of breaking as we speak. So I don't know how legitimate that is, but we'll go into all the details, give you as much as we possibly can. All that and more on this. So 4,000 documents just released because the AP uh, sued under the Freedom of Information Act. And here's uh, here's basically what we learned, by the way. A lot of reading for what you're going to get. You're going to be like, that was in 4,000 fucking pages. Who read who reads that? Who has to read all that? I mean, a, a lot of people. And I read a bunch of it. I didn't really have much to do today. So... Yeah. Uh, it was nice. All right, here's a couple of takeaways. Remember Larry Nasser? This was the U.S. gymnast. Uh, he was the U.S. the USA Team USA gymnast doctor, huge pedophile, right? right? He in the days just before he suicided himself, uh, wrote Larry Nasser a letter, which I guess misery loves company or pedophiles find a way to find each other or yeah. whatever was i think he was just like let me just reach out to this guy i get it remember i like i used to i mean i still kind of do this to other podcasters and radio people it's like hey how's it going like let's try stories yes but it might be a different kind of story here i don't know if that's really yeah same kind of thing weirdest part about this though is the ap again under the freedom of information act was able to get four thousand documents and we have the documentation that shows that Epstein wrote this letter, sent the letter to Nasser. The letter came back unopened as a return to sender. It was sitting in the prison on the day he was discovered dead. What we don't have is what was actually in the letter itself. A little so mysterious. We don't have the out of the 4,000 pages, one of those pages wasn't a letter. Well, correct. We have the documentation on him. We don't have the letter that's a different... That's a different thing. Uh, so that's a little mysterious as to where that letter wound up and why he even wrote to Larry Nasser yeah. um, or whatever came about that. While he was in prison, um, July 6th, I think he was booked at the Metropolitan Correctional Center. They had a health screening and he admitted to having more than 10 female sexual partners in the past five years he also admitted to having been previously treated for chlamydia disgusting hey also also a big fat flat out liar because i mean there's no i mean judging by what we know about him 10 partners in five years i don't i don't think so it's probably more than maybe at least i would say a shit ton more yeah. You know, than than that, but that's what this is what he admitted to, and he admitted to the chlamydia thing, which again is kind of a weird thing to admit to. This kind of makes me happy. He also admitted to suffering from sleep apnea, 
constipation, high blood pressure, and pre-diabetes. Okay. That makes me happy because that's a miserable existence. I don't know if you've ever been constipated for an extended period of time, Frank. I've had it every now and then. Miserable. The worst thing in the world to be like, I have, feel like I have to go duties and I cannot go duties. Yeah, we all know what it means. Okay. <laughs> we get it. it it's just, I feel like that's a nice little thing for him to be suffering from because that's kind of like a miserable, constantly nagging thing that you have to go through. Right. Yeah, good. They made him do a, they did a psychological workup on him to gauge whether or not he would be likely to become a sexual predator behind bars. And the determination was no, because he had no history of being a sexual predator behind bars. So I don't know how good that psychic eva psychiatric evaluation is. Mm. You know, have you ever preyed on somebody behind bars? No. Okay. Well, it seems like you're not likely to. Yeah, uh, not in, not in the crowd you would be with with you know while you're behind bars. Yeah. The, you know the the people that are in jail with Jeffrey Epstein are probably not his type. Um. Yeah. Exactly. Um. You know, going from what we know about him. I also think it's interesting that he wrote, like, I have 10 female partners. Like, he specified female. Like, that's what he admitted to. Because you think he slept with dudes? I I would Maybe. guess he probably did. That's possible. I, mean, I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't. I don't see maybe, you know. Because I, mean, I. Why not? It, and why I say that is because there's something broken in his brain. Meaning, when you get to a point where you're as active as he is sexually i don't think it matters who's on the other end whether it be an underage girl a group of people a dude like i don't think it matters to him i think there was a sickness in him and anything goes kind of thing any yeah whatever it is himself the massage like i i don't think it really i think people like that are just broken and they just need to well sleeping with a guy sleeping with a guy doesn't mean you're broken. I mean, guy sleeping with underage is broken. No, no, but I, no, yeah, well, yeah, yes, correct. But I'm saying, like, I, I don't think it mattered. Right. Uh, like no, they, yeah, it doesn't. It, yeah, it's all part of the potpourri of things he was into. Yeah, that's a nice way of putting it. I think. I think he would have slept with a friggin' dog if it was the only thing available to him right. that day. That's, like. It, right. it's, it didn't matter what was on the other end of it. Right. Uh, in the 4,000 records, this is pretty interesting. It shows, it says that he had no prior sexual of, uh, offensive convictions, which was clearly not true because he was arrested and served a year in 2008. Although right. records show that he so left prison this? at his leisure. So what is this document? What uh, It's not true uh, what? no no it's it's all it's uh, there's more there's four thousand pages in this in these documents of right, what so, was just released so what is this one that you're reading oh so this one yeah because like they were they it was the records it was his like prison record and i guess somebody along the line wrote down no prior convictions which was not true which as you as you'll see here is we're going to get into the staff at the metropolitan correctional facility was shit okay. for lack of a better term that's a good term yeah um he was in prison for 36 days before he was found dead on the floor um he epstein called himself a coward and whined that he was struggling to adapt to life as an inmate 
According to these records, he griped about being forced to wear an orange jumpsuit because it made him feel like a bad guy. Again, we kind of talked about this with Ghislaine. I don't think these people had any Danny Masterson. We were talking, about, right? I don't think they had any sort of remorse, like I did anything wrong, or you know, this is a mistake. You know, that, how do they not see? They're just presented with all the like. I don't. I, I guess they don't see it as as any that. Yeah, I don't know how Broken. you could do that. I don't understand it. How you could do something that heinous and be like, yeah, this is just fine. Yeah, I mean, it's really, it's really, really bizarre. Um, and again, too, I also don't like, he did not live like you and I, you know, like he didn't, you know, or most people, he didn't get up and go to work. He didn't, you know, have to go by any, like he was breaking the law and being a total immoral piece of shit for so long. It's kind of hard to rectify with the fact that you now have to deal with rules uh, or yeah. the law. Yeah. You know, when you have no job, when you just get up every morning and you just, what am I going to do today? Um, I'll guess I'll fly to the Bahamas. I guess I'll just hang out there and do something. I guess I'll get a massage. Okay. You know, and now all of a sudden you're under somebody else's control. Right. I think that's going to mess you up a bit. More than he was already, but like, right. It's, it's just a, that, that sociopathic, you know, I don't care about anybody else. This is my prerogative it's fine you know that's that's just it's sickening and what's weird what's weird about not wanting to wear the orange jumpsuit was the fact that he requested a brown one he's like can i get a brown jumpsuit like what i don't like are you just free to request whatever you want (laughs) i mean i guess when you're just shouting out crazy shit from yourself you know you wear what we tell you to wear pal this you're not you're not on your island anymore you're in prison. Yeah. This is the way it goes. You wear what everybody else wears so we can pick you out and that's it. And he especially wanted to wear it when he was meeting with his lawyers. I don't, you know, but it doesn't make any sense to me. You wear what we, again, you're in prison. This isn't a country club. You wear what we tell you to wear. So when he got arrested, they put him into Gen Pop. And right. then just, I, I don't even think he lasted a day before they moved him out of gen pop because of all the media coverage that it was getting and his notoriety. So they were a little worried about what was going to come about with that. So they moved him out of gen pop pretty quickly. Um, so even after that, he's, they say, according to these records that he was adapting fairly well. He requested permission to exercise outside. He signed up for a kosher meal, which seems bizarre to me. I guess. I mean, I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I can't imagine it's a, is he, I don't think he was very religious, but I have a kosher meal for the cell. Can we just yeah. get a kosher meal Brad, for this? No, no good. Um, again, you get what we give you, but I, I guess, guess it's, kinda, it's a right. You have to, you can get what you, I, I guess I, it has never occurred to me. Is he Jewish? I guess he's Jewish. I guess so. But I, all right. I mean, I didn't think he was, I didn't think he was practicing. It seems, I mean, dare I say it, it's, I mean, I get, I know kosher is just like blessed, you know, but isn't it like also you don't miss, uh, you don't mix like cheese and yeah, pork the, or something or something whatever like that. Yeah. I, I think there's a, a few things to it. Whatever um, the rules are. I get, my point is, I guess, is when you're in prison, it's not like you're dealing with a Michelin star restaurant here. I guess I would not, 
despite whatever my religious beliefs are, want to restrict that whatsoever. I guess I would just want to be like, I'll let me, me let me eat as much as humanly yeah. possible, right, to sustain myself here, right. Like I, I wouldn't have as many options as I can. Yeah, like I'm a Catholic, I wouldn't be in there going like. I'm going to need to avoid meat on Friday. Like, I don't want the prison fish. You know what I'm saying? I'm mm. just going to be like, all right, let's see what they have, yeah, and I'll, I'll figure it out. Yeah, I'll take whatever I can get. If it's edible. Yeah. Yeah, then uh, as long as it's edible, that's it. Uh, I'm a Catholic. Do you have any non yeah. can eat meat today? This steak was mostly fat. I, <laughs> I can't. No, you eat whatever. Friend of ours is a cop, and he said that when they uh, in in um, one of the holding areas, I guess, or I don't know, whatever. He says that they would um, get these vouchers to go get them McDonald's, and I always I, that always stuck with me because I was kind of like, that's kind of nice, actually. You know, compared to what I picture prison food to be, right. if somebody was like, "Do you want the prison food or do you want a McNugget meal?" I'd be like, "Yeah, I'll, I'll yeah McNugget me every day." Yeah, give me the McNuggets. Yeah, totally. You get vouchers. All right, well. But the kosher thing, listen, you, everybody has a right to practice, you know. I, I think there's still, even as a prisoner, they have a right of to course. practice their religion, whatever it is. But again, you're right, though. If, if, you're, if you're in prison, you eat what's edible. Just take whatever you can get. Don't, res- don't restrict it. Don't, don't pare down limit, what already yeah, is a prison meal. Limit your options. There are people... I wonder if there's anywhere that still does just bread and water. Is that that's really all anymore? they should. Honestly, that's really all they should. I mean, I, all right, listen, once you're convicted, bread and water time. Hmm. And no butter, just what, bread. What if you're in on like too many parking tickets, bread and water? No, like if you're awaiting trial or something, I, you could eat semi-normal food. But you get convicted, bread and water. No matter what you're convicted of? No matter what you're convicted of. Yeah, right. Yeah, no, I think, yeah, and I, I think you can even make it worse. Like, if it's really something bad, like, all you get are those breadsticks. Breadsticks and... And very little water. And right. You know, you get that just dry to, mouth going. Just enough to, to sustain you. That's it. All you got to do is keep them alive. You don't have to, it's not a fucking five-star resort. Um, they say over time, though, things got worse. He was facing 45 years in prison. He wasn't making connections in prison. Uh, the idea of potentially spending the the rest of his life were likely factors into contributing to Mr. Epstein's suicide. Uh, this is something that we talked about a while back, but it was July 18th, 2019, where a judge denied him any sort of bail. Um, he was found dead, I believe, August 10th. So it wasn't that much farther after that. But four days after July 18th, again, we've talked about this in the past, um, guards found him on the floor of his cell he had a bed sheet tied around his neck that was his first suicide attempt and then he was placed on suicide watch and psychiatric uh, observation and he would eventually come off of that um before he yep. suicided himself again and it, it just makes me wonder again now as i feel like we get into the conspiracy to, like did he try and kill himself did somebody try and take him out if somebody tried to take him out I don't think him telling anybody would have fucking helped. You know? Well, if somebody tried to take him out and he, he and he didn't tell anybody, which is what happened, he didn't say anything, he still got, I mean, if you believe whatever, then it didn't work. You know, him saying silent. So he might as well have told 
Listen, so and so just tried to kill me. I don't know what's going on here. Well, also this too. So, all right, this idea that somebody went in and like strangled him to death with the bed sheets and then hung him off the cell thing is one idea. But keep in mind this other idea where they slowly but surely through a number of different factors fucked him up so much that maybe he did hang himself. You know what I'm saying? Like he might have been fine without it, but let me I'll go through a couple of things here and you tell me what you think. Yeah, I mean I think he I mean honestly if he, if he wasn't suicided, you know, if 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 the conspiracy theories are all wrong and he just he actually did just kill himself. I think it's just because he was a scumbag that couldn't that didn't want to look down the rest of his life in in prison. Yeah, jail officers wrote on logs that they saw him time and time again sitting at the edge of his bed, lost in complete thought, uh, sitting with his head up against the wall. So he started to exhibit some pretty strange behavior. Uh, The night before his death, uh, Epstein excused himself from a meeting with his lawyers to make a telephone call. He told the jail employee that he was calling his mother. His mother, by that point, had been dead for 15 years. Uh Uh-huh. So I don't know who that phone call was going to. I feel like in those 4,000 pages, we should know. Yeah, it's not in there. It it doesn't say who he made that phone call to, which he really should. Um, I told you about the sleep apnea and the constipation and everything else. The other thing that they wrote was, again, similar to uh, Ghislaine, lights were on constantly, and there was a problem with the toilet in his cell so it started running nonstop, and the guards would write in there that he would be just like sitting on his bed with his hands over his ears because it was starting to just fucking drive him crazy hmm. i mean again when you start to think about all the shit he's facing 45 years he's denied bail now the goddamn toilet wants i don't know about you frank but once i i'm i am in the bathroom in three seconds if that toilet flush lasts longer than i know it should i'm in there going what's happening here because that sound of the of the tank filling back up again is maddening why it's such a weird why sometimes it fills up like that but sometimes is it random sometimes it it takes 20 minutes to fill up what's going on there well the plunge the thing doesn't go all fall down immediately sometimes like it gets stuck before it goes back down so if it gets stuck up a little bit, it keeps you're filling up a, a a compartment that has a leak in it. That's that's still flowing that's still, down. There's still an opening underneath. Yeah, there's still an opening. So that's why it'll run. That's why it, it's the weirdest thing ever. But it is an it is a internal timing feeling that you just kind of know when your toilet oh, yeah. settles. You know your house noises. You know everything. Going yeah. Up. And I think Mercury is right. You need to jiggle the handle. You got to jiggle it a little. It's jiggle it, Cherry. You gotta jiggle it. Yeah. No, I agree. And so it's like so like when I hear it, and I'm like, oh no, no, that's three seconds too long. What's happening? I, I fucking run right in there and fix that shit because right. I can't have it. You ever go in there and you see the the handle is down? And you're like, fuck, it's been down the whole time. You just flip flip it up and it stops. And it stops. Yeah. yeah. Now, the worst feeling ever is when you flush it and the water just rises in the toilet. And you're like, oh, you shit. Because then it's a mad scramble to get the back of the toilet thing off. Be like, oh, shit, I got to pull the thing up. And turn the water off and do the whole. It's, it's a nightmare. It's a pain in the ass. Yeah. Have we figured out toilets yet? Can we get 
on that. Like I know what we should be by now. We should have perfected toilets. Yeah, or so improved we, upon them a little improved bit. Upon, I think we should have mastered it by now. We've had toilets for long enough where we should never have a problem with them ever again. I think. Yeah. I mean, there are some crazy modern ones that like talk to you and shit, but can we just get the plumbing part of it down so that we are we can move on from that? I would like to. I feel like we're still using the same system we used when we first brought the toilet into the house. Right. It's like we I, started that we start we invented the flushing indoor toilet and we have not approved and we stopped on from it. there. I think we the only thing we did is we took the the tank off like the ceiling, you know when you they yeah. to pull the fucking thing, the chain. Yeah. We took that and we just put it on the back of the toilet. Which was a mistake because I'd like to put it back up there in case I need to hide a gun behind it for an assassination attempt. Right. That's if you got always... to knock off two people in a pizza place, then you're, you're good to go. I mean, we don't want just we don't want to come out of the toilet with just our dick in our hands. You know what I'm, saying? what I'm saying? Right, exactly. Uh, uh, all right. So August 10th, he kills himself. There's frantic scenes. There's a lot of shit in the documents. It's just all basically gibberish. Um, it shows, though, the two guards that tried to um, falsify the documents saying that they had checked on him every half hour as they were supposed to. When we later on learned that Tova Noel and Michael Thomas both fell asleep for a two hour window. And that's supposedly when Epstein, who was 15 feet away from them, uh, hung himself. They attribute the problems at the jail to seriously reduced staffing levels, improper or lack of training, and follow-up and oversight. The Bureau of Prisons has taken steps to solve Epstein's suicide, uh, including requiring supervisors to review surveillance video to ensure officers made the required call checks. Uh, other emails reveal the federal prisons agency muddled response after Epstein was found unresponsive in his cell. In one email, a prosecutor involved in Epstein's criminal case complained about a lack of information from the Bureau of Prisons in the critical hours after his death. Uh, the email says, quote, it was frankly unbelievable that the agency was issuing public press releases before telling us basic information so that we can relay uh, relay, relay it to his attorneys who can relay it to his family. The prosecutor fumed in the email. The jail guards, Noel and Thomas, were ultimately charged with lying in prison records to make it appear as if they had done their required checks before Epstein was found dead. All right, so uh, Bowling with Cotton Balls says, weren't those guards charged? They were. They were charged, okay. So what, with like negligence or? Yeah, I forget what the charges were exactly, yeah, but okay. um, yeah, they were. You know, and then the tapes didn't work, and yeah, all, fuck, man? all this nothing. Nobody saw. It's a prison. Is was he a? I feel like there were other prisoners around, right? In other cells. Is that how it works? Nobody, Nobody saw, saw anything. anything. Nobody saw anything, and he had a cellmate that I think and then got transferred out or something. So, yeah, but he, he he was in the cell by himself. He was in the cell by himself. Yeah. But there are other cells in, in in the area, no? I don't know how, I don't know how it was situated, how everything, like, were they cells facing each other? Were they, how were they all laid out? I don't know the layout of the place, but I got to figure there were other people in the general room. But he was in, uh, not he in wasn't Gen in Gen Pop. Right? Yeah, no, he wasn't in Gen Pop. It's it's by far the most mysterious death we've had in it's been a while. 
quite a while, right? Well, what else would you say? The JFK assassination? JFK. There's there's a lot of conspiracy theories about like Kurt Cobain. Kurt Cobain. OJ. I mean, I don't know. OJ. Yeah. I mean, you're naming all of them, right? That's the four. What else are we missing? Those are some big ones. Uh, Elvis. Elvis Uh, died taking a shit. Yeah, but everybody's like, oh, he's not dead. He's not dead. He's dead. Um, There are a bunch of others, I feel. Like uh, mysterious deaths, mysterious deaths. I don't know. There's there's some, still some people that say Michael Jackson's alive. It's like, oh, yeah. No. yeah, no, I don't think so. Yeah, so yeah, I think those are the big ones, though. Yeah, JFK, my... by far, it's got to be. Yeah, JFK. Well, yeah, and, and it's assassination attempt. It's almost a little bit different. I would say Kurt Cobain. You're probably you're probably right about Kurt Cobain. Yeah, that was that was a big one. He had a lot of messed up ones, like the 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 shotgun, the the note was like there was different handwriting on the note. People were saying he had too much was it heroin in his system that he wouldn't have been able to operate a gun. He wouldn't have been able to lift the shotgun. But, that's right. Who the hell knows? Uh, in the chat, we had Dorothy Hunt, Marilyn Monroe, Andrew Breitbart. Oh yeah, what about the oh, the, what's his name? The guy Breitbart McAfee. Was a Oh, McAfee. Yeah, McAfee. You know, McAfee, yeah, but not as big as Epstein, I feel. Yeah, that's true. It is weird, though, that it was all kind of together, you know? Right. Yeah, it's all kind of somewhat related, I, I, we think. Who the hell knows, though? Yeah. Jean-Luc Brunel, too, was all a part of this. And they, mm-hmm. He was dead. Oh, Anthony Bourdain. Now, that was just sad. You don't think there's anything behind it? You think it's just okay. straightforward I- suicide? No, I'll tell you what it is, I'll, I'll, and I and I, I feel like I'm going to get sued for this. Oh boy! Just my opinion. Just take a second. Allegedly, take it through. I believe he killed himself, but he was quitting cigarettes, and I don't. I forget what it was that he was taking, but he was taking one of these drugs to quit cigarettes, and one of the side effects is like suicidal thoughts. And it's so weird that I feel like I'm the only one who has ever said this because. Nobody else has ever been like, why don't we look at that drug that he was on that one of the fucking side effects was clearly suicidal thoughts. But I mean, here's the thing, though, with him. He was a very emotional dude. Like he had dark sides to him. Mm-hmm. I I can't say uh, like I think to the outside world, you were completely surprised. But, you know, like if you if you. If you really, I mean, you, we didn't know him. You didn't know him, but if you, if you followed his career, basically, is that what you? Yeah. Well, I, I mean, look, I followed his career. I told you he was the great white whale for me. I never, I had a chance to get him on, and I couldn't. Right. I even got his best friend Eric Repair came on my old radio show once, and I got to talk to him, mm-hmm. and that, and and that he was harder to get. Like Repair was harder to get. Like when I told people I got repair and I couldn't get Bourdain, they were like, "That's backwards." Wow. Because um, although Bourdain was more of a popular dude, repair was more. Repair was always bigger in the culinary world. I never heard of this repair. Guy. Eric Repair, yeah. Le, le, well, have you heard of Le Bernardin? That's his. No. That's his restaurant in the city. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I wish I did. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I love your response. No, I don't know. <laughs> no. The fuck that is. Um, Bob Saget's another one. Oh, Bob Saget's another one. That's probably the mo- more recent one. The most I recent st- one. I feel like this is why I will always 
defend Janine. I feel like the Janine in the Bob Saget thing. I will always, I will not, no matter what I'm told, think that he just slipped on the tile floor and then went to sleep and died. I, I refuse to believe that. Yeah, it's it's a tough one. It's a tough pill to swallow because, you know, because you, you, you take it at face value, you go, all right, maybe. But then you hear people that supposedly looked at the x-rays and their doctors and they say well a blow like this to the head could you'd have to have fallen from like a five-story thing there's no way he did this in a bathroom you know so it's like uh, yeah none of that makes you, sense how do you know if that's if any if validity uh, validity to that who knows uh luke with a great one chester bennington chester bennington sure. and subsequently uh oh. The other guy from uh, Audio Slave, there, Chris Cornell. Yeah, but we we there's no. We're talking about like mystery deaths, right? This is yeah. No, these but these weren't. There's no conspiracy behind these, are there? The conspiracies behind these were that both. So Chester was a depressive. Chris Cornell, okay. I think, might have had some issues, but there was a literally no indication behind Chris Cornell. And yeah, but there's never really. Yeah, but true. But with him, like he had just gotten off the phone with his wife. There was zero indication. There was no nothing. And then he had security with him that were with him like all the time. But it was the same thing where they they, like kind of like we're taking a break or whatever. And then he hung himself on a door like it on a door in a hotel room, you know, uh, it doesn't really make a lot of sense. The only legitimate thing there was Chris Cornell, I believe, was he did a show that night or the night before, and he was not great. So was people were himself. wondering if he was under drug. Yeah, the influence of drugs again. So, Well, did, was his report released? Or did they release anything on his toxicology? I forget. Or? I feel like we did it. I can't remember if we did it. He I, Maybe we didn't do it here. Maybe I'm remembering because I was doing it on the air on Long Island um, because that was a big one. Yeah. at the time and then chester bennington wasn't too far away and little did we know at the time but these two guys were like best friends yeah. they were one of them was the godfather to the other one's kid and what was weird about the so the the theory behind chester bennington is he looks an awful lot like john podesta like when you put the two of them together like there was this connection between uh, podesta and him and i forget i'd have to go back now and and figure that out but they were saying that maybe podesta who podesta was uh in on all this epstein stuff as well that it was like a that maybe chester was one of the kids uh that really? w- that yeah yeah oh man i never heard that yeah that w- that was like a like a loose kind of thing at the time like oh like you can, yeah. I'm looking like they put their pictures side by side, and Podesta's got like the same shaped head and everything. And mm. you know, there's some theories there because Benning, uh, Chester Bennington was a he was a um disturbed dude. He he had a lot of issues. Like the Lincoln Park guy said, like it was he had great days and not so great days, and they knew when to stay away from him and shit like that. Right. Avicii is another one. Remember Avicii? He was like on top of the world, and he like yeah. Someone Just, earlier, oh, McDaniel said Kate Spade was another one. Kate Spade. And Robin Williams. There's another, you know, there's a bunch. There's a lot of them. It's, it's terrible. Yeah. Oh, Bowling with Cotton Balls had a good question. Did Bourdain hang from the door too? I don't know. I, I remember it was in France. 
Right. I'm still not over that one. No, I'm I'm still not over uh, Robin. I remember there are a few that I remember where I was when I heard about it, and I remember where I was with Robin Williams. And it's how many years now? It's got to be like what eight years, ten years? I don't even. Jesus, has it been that long? Maybe not ten, but I can't remember when. But I remember where you know that was a tough one. I was like, what? What? That's wrong. I was like, I couldn't believe it. Yeah, right. But I mean, when another one. When you hear about like what he was going through and what happened to him, again, you know, it kind of happens with these performers who like, and then you start to hear everybody tell the stories afterwards about how he would just be so balls out, like on a movie set, Robin Williams, and then he'd be back in his trailer and he would be just quiet. Oh yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't talk at all. Cause he spent all his energy out there and he just, it was, it was him stepping outside and being, you know, just free. And then when he got inside his own head, I guess. Yeah. Was, you know, yeah, it didn't treat him well. Well, that's the thing. And you kind of know this too. I mean, because you and I have both had physically enduring jobs when we were younger, but still. And you're like, I can remember working at the airport. It's like a hundred something degrees and you're just, just chugging boxes and baggage and all that stuff. It's more exhausting doing this than the physical labor. When you're just like creating, it is a drain. Because yeah. it's a mental drain. Because if you're doing like like you said, if you're doing something like that physical, the yeah, it might be, you know, uh, exert. You might be exerting yourself, but it becomes very routine. And you at a certain point, you almost turn your brain off, and you're just doing it by motion. And you're not even thinking about it, and before you know it, time goes by, and blah blah blah. With this, you have to be alert the entire time, and it, it's that's the draining part. It's just, you have to be, and it's a lot, yeah. yeah. And if what you're creating sucks, there's no, it just it all falls on you, and it's tough. Thank you, Irma. Podesta allegedly had an affair with Chester Bennington's mother. That was it. Uh, wow. And, and that, and they, that's why they say he looks exactly like him. Like if you Google John Podesta, Chester Bennington. You'll see that there's a lot, there's tons of side by side um, photographs, and they're saying that he was, you know, possibly his dad. And, um, wow. you know, Podesta has got a very shady, um, oh, yeah. you know, that whole fucking, I don't know, he was involved in all this crazy ass shit too with the, with Epstein and all this stuff. So, yeah, that's a, so a lot more in the uh, in the documents, four thousand pages. That's, I mean, when did this come out? Yesterday? Today? Today. So, I feel like nobody's gone through all four thousand pages yet. Now there's probably still going to be a little bit more to come. Yeah. Uh, but these are the big highlights of the main of the main thing. But there's so much more, and his book, and the all this like there's still a ton more to come with all of this stuff mm-hmm. so you know yeah, there's another one bruce lee that was another mysterious one his son brandon lee another one yeah they died the same like a pretty much the same way yeah that's insane yeah that's crazy doing a movie and then i mean the, i don't know did was bruce lee i don't think he was shot was he shot yeah he was shot while doing a movie was it that what happened okay I'm pretty no, sure. brandon lee was yeah no i'm pretty sure he was too uh, all right yeah because that was a big thing at the time when Brandon died. It was like, holy shit, went the same way. Hmm. Yeah, there's always... Amelia Earhart. 
Amelia Earhart. That was Amelia. That was that was like in the thirties, forties. When was that? Fifty. I don't even know the the decade that was in. Yeah, uh, Vanessa, great one. Whitney and her daughter. That is crazy. That was same a way. weird coincidence. Absolutely. Yeah, same way. You know, it was another weird one. This wasn't like a shocking one, but Dale Earnhardt. Remember Dale Earnhardt? Yeah. He died on the race track. Yeah, it was like an accident, but it was like he got like it was such a little bump. Hmm. It, it was not like, you know, some of those cars flip around 60 times and the guy gets out of the fucking thing. He's like, you yeah, know, so what happened to him? What did they say? I, I don't know. Some I think it was something with the harness and his head wasn't, I don't know, secured or some See, shit. Dan, Dan Sheehan, Bruce Lee died of a brain aneurysm. I thought he died while he was making a movie, and yeah, but I think he died while he was making a movie. But I don't think it was a. Sh- it was no, it wasn't a dropped. bullet. He just, I think he just, yeah, he just went down. Mm, okay. All right, Sonny Bono. Well, Sonny Bono, I don't think there was mystery. I think he, just, he, that was a skiing accident. Right, that was just him. He was just. Skied. He hit a tree. He hit a yeah. tree. That was bad. Yeah. Yeah. That was sudden, totally sudden, but. Uh, not, I don't think that was there was too much mystery behind that one. Yeah, yeah, Brandon Lee. Yep. I mean, there's a lot of them, but again, I think I think you hit it, Frank. It's Kennedy. It's Kurt Cobain. It's Epstein, and that's really. And the weird thing with Epstein, though, is it's. I feel like Epstein's got like Epstein. You could put McAfee. You could put. John Luke Brunel. You could even put Chester Bennington. And you could, I don't know. There's all kinds of weird little branches coming off of that one. You know, it's another very weird. Not to keep going with these, but you know, it's a very another very weird one is Brittany Murphy. Yeah, that was number one. It was out of nowhere. Number two, there's so much. There's like documentaries on this. There's so much mystery behind it. The house she lived in was there crazy mold in it there was the 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 husband died shortly after as well and uh, it's such such a weird nobody really knows what happened with her hmm. it was just a very weird uh set of circumstances that we i don't think anybody's figured out was she killed did she just die from unfortunate circumstance i don't think anybody really knows the truth on that one hmm Strange. It's another another weird one. Um, all right, speaking of weird target, we talked uh, at nauseum about this on the last episode yeah, about we did. the pride uh, items and all that stuff that went down. And uh, you know, Target had lost nine billion in market share, and then twelve billion in market share. And here we are on Friday. And again, take this for what you will. But a lot of the financial experts are jumping in here and they're saying that if there is a boycott going on, which I mean, it, it's safe to say that there is, um, it might be affecting the stock price. But basically what they're looking at is retail stocks shrinking across the board. So they're kind of saying, hang on, it might not be this pride stuff that is causing Target to plummet. We might be starting to really see this what everybody talks about recession coming, we might actually start to, we might be seeing it right now affecting the retail sector because Foot Locker has lost 40% since it reported earnings last month. Nothing to do with pride. The children's place has dropped 39%. Um, Big numbers. Yeah. It could just be people aren't going as crazy, you know, with the, with the shopping, they're saving up for the summer and all that. 
Since Target reported earnings on May 17th, its stock has dropped only 19% um, through yesterday. During that stress, the S&P 500 retail index has dropped 7%. Uh, Walmart, Macy's, Dollar General, Dollar Tree, and others have all fallen drastically during these same stretches. All right, so uh, so these financial experts are saying, "Hang on, uh, it, this might not be a Bud Light effect happening to Target." Is Bud Light affected by this uh, recession? Um, no, I think the Bud Light thing is real. Uh, that that seems to be a real thing. It's funny, everybody. There's so many, and I I see this constantly. There are people who uh, oh, boycott Bud Light. I'm going with this beer, which is owned by the same company. It's like yes. every, every, every time that happens. I love every it. single time. So that and that's the that's kind of the latest story on Bud Light. I don't think we covered it because we had so much other stuff to do. But Bud Light for the first time is going to not be the number one beer uh sold in the country. They're sort of losing that out to Modelo. And Modelo, of course, is owned by Anheuser Busch. So uh-huh. it doesn't <laughs> really make a difference. I fucking love it. Keep it going, guys. Keep the, yeah. the stupidity moving. I mean, because we talked about this before. There's literally two. There's two companies. It's Anheuser Busch and it's Miller Coors, and that's yeah. it. And then then you have your others like Sam Adams and Dogfish. You have your others are that like are regional, you know, and they're tiny. Adams. I mean, they're known. If you say Sam Adams, people are like, of course I know Sam Adams. They're huge. They Nothing are they're, compared to the other two. Exactly. They're, it's Pepsi and Coke. And everything else, like right. you know, Dr Pepper and, and and you know all the other ones. RC Cola, RC Cola, yeah, exactly, exactly. For a nice RC Cola. Yeah. So yeah, no, I mean the Bud Light thing seems to be a real thing. And look, at, look, it's not to say that this didn't have some effect on Target, but to act like this is all because of you know the whole Target, the whole Pride thing is kind of incorrect. But I, you know, listen, I will say this. I mean, this is one of those cases where. You know, and I, you know, walking around and I was in a store and, you know, again, you know, you go for lunch and you hear people talking. I was at baseball practice and shit. You hear people talking about this and people, I mean, they just, they just don't know the story. Nobody reads the articles. They're just like, did you hear Target was, you know, grooming? And it's like, no, no that's not. That's not even close to anything going on. It's not really They're, the full story. From what I understand, Correct me if I'm wrong, please. I will. I'd love to do it. Okay, appreciate it. Uh, apparently, someone made a video about Target. It was the jo- it was the guy that we invited on. It was his. I don't know if it was his video, but it was his tweet of that video that sent it off. But the video was bullshit, right? No, the video wasn't but, bullshit. Apparently, there was. Again, correct me if I'm wrong, but from what I understand, from what I heard, I could. I could have misheard this, but apparently a woman or someone took clothes that was for meant for adults, put it in the kids section and made a huge stink out of it. And that was the video like they bet. Oh, look at this, this tucking uh, bathing suit or something and made it seem like it was in the kids section, but it wasn't. It was meant for adults. And then they just moved it there. Is that wrong? Is that what happened? Because. The person who said it, I think, showed like they went to um, 
they went to like the website and there was nothing mm-hmm. there, you know, on the on the site for that showed anything for kids. It was all the is all for adult. So I don't know how true any of it is. Okay. Oh, uh, you. Oh, okay. Here you go. The tuck friendly swimsuits that offended everybody are only offered in adult sizes, according to a spokesperson for the company oh. and Target's website. Yeah, kids so swimsuits. This children grooming shit. Kids swimsuits in the collection do not feature this label. Boom. So everybody. So what it boils down to, I, from all everything I've seen is people see uh, anything made for the LGBTQ community and they get all offended and they get all, oh my God, what is this? So this uh, is all, it's all bullshit. It's all bullshit. So they, they look at it and they get all pissy about it and they go, what is this in my face with this? It's like, yeah, grow, it's not for you then. If you're so, you know, offended by it, then get something else. You're not, uh, you don't buy it. I don't understand what offends you about a rainbow. If you're so, uh, you know, pissed off that there's a rainbow on a shirt or it says gay pride or it says whatever this, uh, whatever it says on the, on the shirt or, or pants or whatever it is, then you, you need to grow up and you need to understand that these people exist and that's the end of the story. They're going to so- exist whether you like them or not. So this is all because some person made this shit up and is just trying to get some clout, and it's all—it's all a lie. There, there's no lie. kid tuck-friendly no bathing suit. Seem to be. Isn't that some bullshit? I mean, we've reached an all-time low in scumbaggery in society. I mean, see, that's what this is. What drives me crazy, and I know. Listen, mainstream media deserves all the criticism in the world. It really does, but. At least they always stuck to two. You got to have a source and you got to have something to back it up. You got to have some facts. Now you have these social media people that are just trying to fucking get names and numbers and they're just spreading just bullshit. Shit up. It goes viral. People look at that's This is the, the problem where people don't trust anything anymore because you see something like this, it spreads like wildfire. And then it turns out to be false. And everybody goes, oh, it's fake news is everywhere. Well, no, it's everywhere because you're not looking at news. You're looking at people making stupid videos. And that takes off. And people look at it and go, well, that's got to be that's got to be real because I agree with it. Or that's got to be real because I hate it. And it's like, well, maybe look at it first and do you know, dig a little bit. Don't just take it at face value. Um, it, it doesn't, you know... That's that's all that this whole thing boils down to. This person just made it up, got thousands of people pissed off about it. Everybody did a knee-jerk reaction, and it blew up into this bullshit thing. So everybody all, needs to calm down. It all boils down. Well said, Frank. Everybody does need to calm, calm the fuck down, calm damn it. Calm the fuck. That's the shirt I want to wear. Calm the fuck down. We should make that shirt. Calm yeah, the fuck the, down. God. Um... This goes all the way back to Topanga's husband for putting the shrimp in the cinnamon toast crunch, you clout chasing bastard. Right, I forgot about that. Remember, that was a fake thing too, right? Piece of shit, man. And that told that you know probably affected sales for cinnamon toast crunch, and it was probably people were losing money and whatever. And cinnamon toast crunch is beloved. I mean, say what you will about Target. Cinnamon toast crunch. Yeah. Ah, oh, what a good cereal that is. Sugary as hell, but. 
God, it's it's very good. Topanga deserves so much better, doesn't she? She does. She deserves somebody that will love her. And not put shrimp and cinnamon toast crunch. Give me a buzz, sweetheart. I missed out on Topanga. That would have been great. Yeah, but by that much, you you were on deck. You were right there. I feel like if I would have met her and she'd have just gotten to know me a little bit, we probably yeah. could have had three bad dates. <laughs> just one more. Come on. I left. My, you would have pulled the, uh, the Costanza. You leave the hat behind in our apartment. <laughs> um, okay. This was interesting. Credit to Peter. I was very appreciative of this. Uh, Peter wrote into, again, we get these messages all over the place, but Peter wrote into the website and, um, he ex- he went very in depth on tucking. Okay, and he hey, hang on. How deep did he go? <laughs> um, let's see, he talked about Target too. Okay, uh, and tucking is not re- tucking is not merely placing your dick down on top of your scrotum and balls. Tucking involves retracting your testes up inside your torso. They place the the place they originated before descending as a child. Then the penis is drawn on top and depending on your size, brought past your taint within your ass crack. Ergo the word tucking your balls to allow space for the dick. So I responded to Peter right away and said, do you have personal experience tucking? Because... hey. From that description, I'll, now I am maybe he does, maybe he doesn't. Yeah, because I no, because I'm like, how you push your? Can you push your testicles back up into you? I don't think so. They go, yeah, they go, they go, they go up there sometimes. They go back up in there. That never, yeah, that happens. This, oh, let me tell you something. I have a newfound respect for drag queens. Okay, because if this is what they're doing, I mean, I just, I mean. To me, it would be the same, and this is maybe the only way I could equate it to women. Tape your eyelids open and walk around for two hours. Like I, I, don't I know if that's that the would, same. That's how uncomfortable <laughs> I imagine it being having your testicles tucked up into you. I mean, that's happened. It happens. You know that they go, they go there, accidentally or not, but they go there. It's I, I can't imagine being that way for an extended period of time. No, so. and then. Like, not to say, like, drag queens <laughs> <Sorry>. just... No, <laughs> what I'm miss, saying... Miss Justice. So that's one tuck and one no tuck. <laughs> that was good. Don't blame this on... What was her name? You're blaming Lupe? Lupe. <laughs> <laughs> Don't blame this on Lupe. Um, No, and then, like, listen, you, you, you cross-dress or you're transgender, and that's one thing, but some of these drag queens are doing full-on performances. Ooh, yeah. If your whole thing is just you're walking around and you're just hanging out, great. That's impressive I, enough I can, on yeah, its own. That's impressive enough. But for some people that are dancing and and doing acrobatic type and things, singing and yeah, Holy I don't know shit. how you do how you pulling that off. But God you bless you. So I, I asked Peter if he had experience, and he wrote me back. I do not have personal tucking experience, but I am a huge RuPaul's Drag Race fan. There's a queen who has made uh, a name. Paul just called it. He said he probably just watches RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> did he say that, Paul? He did. Good job, Paul. Paul's on it. Um, um, 
demonstrate <laughs> you guys are funny oh, there's a queen who has made a name for herself over her tucking her name is trinity the tuck who is originally from florida well here's if you're gonna link. call yourself that you better know, know what you're talking about i guess yeah here's a link to her instructional video from youtube with more details oh and boy then, i can't imagine there's too much detail for this since it's on youtube well then he wrote for a more adult instruction from another superstar, Willie William Bell. I don't know. He wrote W I L L A M. So maybe it's Willem Bell. Uh, Willem right. Belly. Sorry. Uh, there's another one. A friend of the show, Peter, from Canada. Thank you, Peter. I appreciate all the insight, Peter. So that, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Um, wait, I don't want to show Peter's information here. Uh, 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 okay, I think this is safe. Um, so there's the two. I don't know if we could really watch either one of these, but maybe I'll put them in the description if anybody. I don't know if we could play them on the show. Is what I'm saying. I don't. I don't know. Not Unless, from the talking thing. I, I we can't really play anybody else's shit that we get. You know, because it's yeah, because it's someone else's work. And I never, I didn't have a chance to screen this before the show, so maybe I'll put it in. I'll put a link out, maybe. But I appreciate that, Peter, a little more insight. But I will tell you, I am at the point now where I kind of like I'm going to watch the video and see if it will satisfy my um, curiosity. But I kind of want to have a drag queen on the show because that I mean, I'm talking about a level of respect now that puts you up there with Tom Brady for me because you are that, a serious athlete if you that takes are commitment yeah it takes doing all this commitment it takes stamina it takes uh strength that you and i do not possess <laughs> no if we, no i don't know how you could no because you get ever get a little like that you ever get a little twisted on the way down to a seat and you just and you go ooh, ooh, see, like it gets a little caught and funny you're like ooh, it yeah. just it's it's one of those things if you're in any kind of position that you weren't prepared for you're uncomfortable yeah. instantly all right now a lot of people even uneducated people are saying that ant's gonna try it listen i i think you've been trying it since the last time we talked about it and you just <laughs> haven't figured it out so now this is the solution you're gonna get you're gonna nail it now all right not only is he uneducated as you can see on the screen they're saying that but even mercury is saying it I have no listen. I there's no shame. I would try not it at all. No, no. I, I'm not afraid. Where, that's to... actually the opposite. This is praise. I, I it's astounding. I don't think that I could someone's pull it able off. to do it right. It's astounding that someone's able to uh, maintain that position for that long of a time. That's, I'm on. I got to tell incredible. you something. Can I be honest with you? My balls are hurting right now. Just talking, just about existing, this. just being there. <laughs> <laughs> just just discussing out. this right now. I am starting to feel a little pain. Yeah, I don't know how. I mean, a new level of respect for anybody who tucks because that's yeah, that's a, an astounding feat. Because because you know, listen, and we've talked about this, but it, it's the truth. Balls, male, a man's balls are like your garage. Nothing is where it should be. You're always like, oh, I'm going to fix it, and it never gets done. There's kind of like a weird odor coming for you. You can't really identify it. What are you fixing that never gets done? Yeah, you're just always like, oh, you know, I'm going to you know, do this. It never happens. You know, you never get it right where you need it to be. Okay. Um, it's just off the main house. It's just off the main house. 
you can you ignore it for long periods of time. You're like, I'm gonna get to it. I'm I'm gonna you know. Yeah, we're hanging out in the main house. Every now and then, you gotta you gotta sneak out to the garage. Oh yeah, exactly. Um, so it, so that's so. Thanks to Peter for that. I, I am curious. I I really I swear to you, I don't know if I'm really gonna try it. I mean, I'm not afraid to try tucking my package. I don't think that's a bad thing. Uh, but um, I kind of I kind of want to talk to somebody who does this for a living now. If this is what they're going through to perform. That's amazing. Because that is like a crazy, and I never, maybe I'm fascinated by it because I've never really put any sort of thought into it. You know, you just think, oh, there's a, you know, there's a drag queen just performing, but I didn't think that they were going through that much. Yeah. That's uh, from people like, who have what we're talking about. Right. I can't imagine again. Like the makeup and the a, high yeah, heels. That's, that's impressive. I can see it. And that's impressive enough. I didn't think about the preparation that went into the behind the scenes stuff, if, if you will. Yeah, no that that is an amazing accomplishment, and I, my hats my hats off because it's it, it, that cannot be easy. Well, maybe your hat, but my my underwear is off as a as a tip to you guys. Right, just don't tip the camera down. <laughs> um, oval, Aaron Campanella's. Uh, uh, novel are you talking i planned on talking about it here but i think you did like 45 minutes at the top of the show as we were trying to figure out the issues so but we'll just remind everybody this is frank's wife's new book um yes it came out uh just yesterday, yesterday. the first june 1st um brand new book it's uh, available to purchase right now the link is down in the description below it's on amazon yep uh, it's available everywhere on Amazon, both uh, hard copy like this and the Kindle version it is also available. Which is kind of the tucked version of the hard copy when you think about it, the Kindle. Okay. If you if that helps you. Make things topical. That was good. That was good. That's called a callback. <laughs> um, so this, uh, yeah, you can get it today. Now, we only have a couple hours left on June 2nd on the East Coast. Uh, uh, of of North America. So, if you happen to purchase Oval within uh, the confines of June sec before June third, then you uh, you're entitled to a thank you, a customized thank you video, personalized thank you video. Spoiler: There's. No I haven't had a chance it. to read it yet. Please, no spoilers. I like to go in fresh. All right, so they might be tucking in. We don't know yet. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah, if you get it, if you buy the book before June 3rd, then we will personalize a thank you video with both Aaron and one of your uh, favorite, whoever your favorite Anthony on air host is. You pick. Yeah. Now, I want to thank everybody who purchased already uh, and emails have been coming in. So keep that going. Like Frank said, I haven't really read any of them, to be totally honest with you. I've been just kind of forwarding them all over to Aaron. She's handling you know, getting in touch with everybody. But um, I did, one did come across my, my uh, radar. Yeah. Cause as I was forwarding it, I was reading, I was reading it and it was like, you know, who they wanted in the video. And it was literally like, eh, I guess Anthony. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, it is his, you know, he's in the title. So <laughs> that was, that, that was what they, did you read it? <laughs> I did. Okay. <laughs> like, I guess Anthony. I guess Anthony. It's Anthony on air, so. <sighs> Holy shit. 
And I was like, Vanessa oh, Foster I'm... says, Aaron and Frank, please be happy to. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, I'm happy, by the way, I'm happy to do it because here's the thing that I don't know if Aaron and I have had a chance to talk about this. I'm charging Aaron $500 a clip for every one of these that's I have to deal. do. So, deal. Um, so I'm happy to do it. But the the score here, I think, is Frank and Aaron. I think that's the combination that you really. Whatever you want. You really you want, want. It's always Aaron. If you want Aaron and JSABs, Aaron and Anthony, and in myself. That's your choice. The, thank you, Miss Justice. Put the uh, the link to the Amazon page in the in the chat. So all good. That's Miss Justice, that. moderator of the year. She's on it. She's on it. Um, but yes, as Frank said, a couple more hours, and any of us are happy to do it and grateful to do it. So thank you for the support. I know it means a ton to Erin. She's yes. grateful for it. Number one says, "Tuck in and read oval." That's nice. That's nice. That's, that's a good thought. You tuck <laughs> yourself in and. and can we put that on the movie poster? That review on the box. I think that works. That's a good. That's a good slogan. Tuck in and read Oval is a good one. Um, and I know, like, we're not going to release like, sales numbers, but I know it's off to a good start. But please buy it by all means. Don't don't take that as an excuse not to buy the book if please. you can every, buy it. Every sale is very much appreciated. We we the support we've gotten so far immensely appreciated. Really, thank you. But. I'm ha I'm I'm ready to make this announcement. I'm ready to make this call uh -oh. that this? Oval is already the best-selling novel in the history of the AOA podcast. That's Aaron, true. Aaron has sold more copies than Frank, Jay Sams, and myself combined. True. So I mean, gang. But yeah, honestly, off to an amazing start. Record-breaking stuff. Yeah. So congratulations, Aaron. You've got that locked up. Next up, a real bestsellers list, I guess. I don't know. Amazon. New York Times. She's right there. She's right on the cusp. Yeah. Love it. Again, appreciate all the support, guys. Thank you. You know what you should really do is try and get on, like, the Sheboygan Register or something like that. That would, big, be, would be very big in Sheboygan. That would be a great marketing tool. It'd be like... <laughs> Sheboygan Register bestseller lists. It worked for John Candy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very big in Sheboygan. Very big in Sheboygan. <laughs> Sold eight eight hundred copies of that one. Um, what was the fucking ah, polka that he said? Trish Burgess. I've I've finally su succeeded in buying Oval. That's good. I think she oh. was having trouble buying it because uh, I think. Correct me if I'm wrong, Trish. Are you the you're the person that is in you're in Australia? And there was some weird thing going on with Amazon. You couldn't get the, it said it was out of stock, which is, but she was able to buy it. So that's good. I will also say this. Don't forget to send in your emails because I saw a lot of people like with messages and everything else out there. Like I bought it or I did this or I did that. And then I didn't see emails coming in. Yeah. You have to email us your receipt. The amount of people that said they bought it to the amount of emails that we got, it's off. So send your, Send your receipt, send a screenshot into mdchmedia at gmail.com. And uh, like I said, Aaron will make sure to reach back out to you and uh, get that's you those the, videos. That's the only way we know who who gets a video and who doesn't. Is we, you have to be in touch with us through the email. All right. Now, I know uh, JSAPS is in the chat. I don't, I don't know if she's joining us or she not. She said like, she wasn't. She said she couldn't. Oh, because the Jamie Foxx thing is like right in her fucking right in her conspiracy theory alley. Okay. Um, to the Biden bribery. Um, what is this, this about? Is, 
sort of a half-assed developing story, but worthy of mentioning nonetheless. Um, FBI Director Christopher Wray turned over a key document alleging that Joe Biden was involved in a bribery scheme. Um, the document allegedly details a $5 million criminal plot involving Biden during his vice presidency and a foreign national. Uh, so I guess this document has been turned over from the FBI to Congress and we'll see what Congress forward, But again, correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't this brought forward by Rudy Giuliani? Well, I don't know if this was the same. I, is, is, is that what you're saying? It's the I same thought thing? That's what it was, but I could be, again, I could be wrong. But I thought this was the Rudy Giuliani document or story that he handed over. And I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm not saying it's right. Uh, I mean, correct or not. But I'm sure they're investigating it and they'll see what happens. So I don't I don't know. Hope it's not right. I hope it's you know, I hope it's that he wasn't receiving bribes or whatever is going on. But uh, we'll see. We will see. Um I kind of feel like he probably did. How do you know? Uh, no, I don't know. Just don't going know. on a feeling. Okay. Most of these politicians, no matter how yeah, appealing I mean, they may be, kind of a, that, Yeah, that's kind of a, uh, what is it, uh, like a cliche, a politician accepting bribes, that, that kind of thing. Yeah. But we don't know. If we're taking it seriously, um, we'll, we'll, they'll investigate it. I'm sure they're taking it very seriously. So we'll see. There was a clip that was circulated on the internet today, and somebody asked Nancy Pelosi if her husband was involved in insider trading, and they put her response next to Dave Chappelle's response when he was doing this like political thing, like what? Huh? Can't hear? Like <laughs> she was doing the same thing, and it was like it's a fucking laughing stock at this point. Oh, that's funny. All right, Jamie Foxx, the mysterious illness what is and this? blah blah blah, and everybody's wondering what the hell is going on here, right? Hmm. Um. I saw a bit of a blurb about this. Blurb. A You're little... a blurb. Check out the cover. Sorry. Another Seinfeld thing. Remember the guy on the plane? I don't remember that one. Yeah, George gets on the plane and he, he there's a blurb about me in the in the uh in the magazine. And he happens to be talking to a guy that was just arrested. And he's like, Blurb? You're a blurb. Check out the cover. And the guy's on the cover in handcuffs. Mm. He goes, but you're in the shackles. <laughs> yeah, Blanche. Yeah, Blanche. Um, okay, so there's a uh, website podcast called Valuetainment. Well, we, I get it. We talked about this guy before. I forget the name of this guy. He's kind of a, I don't really care for him. He's a little bit of a dickhead. Okay. Um, but he is alleging mm. that AJ Benza. Do you remember AJ Benza? He was like a journalist. He got the shit kicked out of him once somewhere. I forget where he was. Not ringing any bells. Anyway, there's reports saying now, again, I want to, no legitimate news outlet, AP, CNN, Fox, ABC, CBC, none of the big boys, none of the mainstream media is reporting this. Mm -hmm. But they're saying that- So why Jamie, are we talking about this? This is- <laughs> Because, okay, because things bubble to the surface enough 
to where I feel like we can discuss it. Okay, so this has made a little bit of a splash that we that it's become something rather than just one guy shouting into the wind here. Yeah, because AJ Benzer could be totally full of shit. Um, but he is one of those older school journalists. AJ Benzer the truth. Yeah, and on top of that, OK magazine. Who <laughs> again, oh. not legitimate, but they are reporting that Jamie Foxx's health has been far worse than what has been originally thought. And AJ Benza is saying that he was left partially paralyzed and blind alongside other complications because of the COVID-19 vaccine. He says Jamie had a blood clot in his brain after he got vaccinated to do this film that he was working on when he became ill. He did not want the shot, but the movie he was on pressured him to get it. Um, he alleged that the blood clot in the brain caused him at the point to be paralyzed and left blind. And do we know how this AJ Benza is saying that he had a source with uh, who is somebody in the room with firsthand knowledge of Jamie Foxx's hospitalization? Um, he says that's why he blew up on the set a week before his medical emergency happened, which we know is true. Right. I think him and Cameron Diaz were on that. People thought maybe they were fighting and he had this whole big blow up. Uh, but then it was kind of like, that's not it. But then it was kind of like, well, we really don't know what it was. So now he's saying it's because he didn't want to get the shot. Uh, and Benza also said that he had, that the statement that Jamie Foxx's daughter put out um, saying that all, you know, everything that he was saying was bad or whatever. He's Benza is saying that. Fox's daughter is just spreading lies and it's all baloney. Hmm. Yeah. They could be. We don't know. We don't know what happened. Um, Jamie Foxx himself and nobody, none of his representatives have told us much about no. his health. Or and I also think it's weird. Like, okay, so I mean, I could be wrong about this, but I feel like is anybody mandating the vaccine anymore? I mean, even I know people are still. Like Colbert is still batshit crazily making his audience wear masks, which is so beyond fucking. I mean, everybody, the United States government, the CDC, you name it, have all declared this thing over. And this guy is still like, you got to wear a mask to fucking see my show. I would tell him I would never want to go see that fucking show. What? He hasn't been, had a show in a couple of weeks because of the writer's strike. What? I'm saying like right, right up, up to in, that? yeah, right up to that. Like he was pretty much still. Yeah. I could be wrong, but it maybe a month or two ago, it wasn't that long ago that I was like, I can't believe this guy still has his people wearing fucking masks in the audience. It's crazy. Yeah, it's, it's an hour. Give a shit. Yeah, see the fucking free show. Wear a mask. I would never go. Then don't go. <laughs> well, I'm not. I'm not okay. Well, then don't. Fuck you, Colbert. <laughs> I like Colbert. Um, it just seems weird to me that he's still doing that. But anyway, the point is, my point is, is that if this, like, I don't, I don't see a Hollywood set being like, you need to get this shot to work. I I just don't, maybe a year ago, yeah, not now. I don't think there's any of that happening at the, at the moment. And by the way, I think a year ago, it was, it was way past the time that we needed to do this, but that's besides the point. Uh, a year ago, you still had a lot of this stuff still bubbling around. Now, I, I think this is still, 
it was still kind of we were in the midst of everybody getting vaccinated i said they were still bubbling around now it's yeah. like no it's it's fucking nowhere it's non-existent and yeah because most of the population got vaccinated yeah so that doesn't make a lot of sense to me i don't know man i don't know what the you know Valuetainment, by the way, is the same douchebag that offered Tucker Carlson a contract when he literally has nothing to offer to like Tucker Carlson's way huger than he is, yeah, but no, he he so wanted to get his name in the paper, so he offered Tucker Carlson. Take a contract. this guy with a grain of salt. I mean, yes, who knows uh, what's going on? And everybody, you know, Christine Colson in the chat, Frank, no one is talking about it because you get canceled to talk about it. And, People get canceled if they come out and go, the, the vaccine's going to kill you. You know, then people write you off as nuts. But if someone came out and was like, the vaccine, let's ask, you know, but let's talk about it. Let's let's have a conversation. I'd like to talk to a scientist. Let's talk to people. That, then if you if you don't come out like a maniac about it, then have the conversation. But well, I, listen, you know, we've, already, we've already established, we've already talked ad nauseum about the vaccine. Yeah. I'll just say this. Approved and everybody, I'll just say uh, this, yeah. Frank. I gave my pet frog the vaccine, and now he's talking. So. It's part of the frog's game. <laughs> that's one of my favorite impressions that you do. Thank you. Um, that's it. That's all I got. All right. That's pretty good. Show, that's a show. There's a show. There's a show about something. That's the show? There's a show. That's the show. That's the show. I think I'm going to go watch some Seinfeld. I love it. I love it. It's been a while. All right, my man. Remember, go right get here, Oval. baby. Tell it's it to people. Yeah, Sell it in 25 seconds, go. Frank. Great summer read. Uh, you're going to love it. Oh, my wife oh, wrote it. It's all fiction. Hold on. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I'm holding. Our friend shows me a picture. He got the book. Yeah. I didn't get the book. When did you order it? Yesterday when I was supposed to order it. What time? He probably did that. That's the point. Okay. <laughs> you jackass. I might have stopped the show. Till 9.30 at night. But I'm a yeah, little... You're not going to get you, it at 8 o'clock the next think, morning. <laughs> I think you or that wife of yours got him an advanced copy before That wife me, of mine? And I'm offended. <laughs> that wife of yours yeah okay yeah we sent out advanced copies to everybody and we we skipped you yeah i think so that's what happened that's my theory probably what it was yeah no you nailed it you you and uh you and that uh valuetainment guy on the same (laughs) i checked with aj benza and he said that's (laughs) that you can report that they're turning the ovals gay All right, go get Oval. You said good summer read. Now's the time to sit by the pool with a book, damn it. This is the one, baby. Yeah. You know, it's 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 a fun book. You're going to love it. It's all, you know, it's just fiction. It's about a bunch of kids that grow up together. Some just get out of touch. Some don't. Uh, some They stay in and out of each other's lives. And it's just a great, fun read. So you're, you're going to enjoy it. And uh, anybody who's bought it and read it, kindly, if you couldn't, you know, leave a review. That helps. There you go. Leave a review. Snap a photo of your receipt. You got a couple more hours to get a video yes. with all of us or get a personalized note. That's it. We'll see you guys on the next one. Have a great weekend, everybody. Maybe we should go now. Go ahead.